For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Reverend Romeo Siao Mensa of the Macarius Church at Jeringano. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. spirit to touch your life everybody pray prepare your heart so that the seed can become fruitful pray I can hear you getting yourself ready for the word thank you Lord up your hands and worship you and say never let me go I fade all down again do hear you say that I'm my desire no one else could do for nothing I could take your place to feel the warmth of your embrace to feel the warmth of your embrace Help me to find a way. Help me to find a way. Lord, bring me. Lord, bring me back to you. Oh, 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 oh. You are, I want. You are. Oh, 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 oh,
Father, we thank you. You are all that we ever needed. You are all that we want. We want to hear your voice. No other voice than thine. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in our midst. The great teacher, the revealer of all truth. Speak to us. Touch our lives. Let the one who came here sick go back healed. Let the one who came here weak go back strong. Let those who came here sinful return as saints in you. Let those who came here heavy laden let them return, O oh Lord, with relief on their heads. By the power of the anointing, break the yoke upon our necks. Anyone who came here sorrowful, may he return with joyfulness. Anyone here who came here poor, may he return with the riches of your heaven's provisions. Whoever came here ignorant, May he return the full knowledge of you. Amen. We thank you, Lord. Anytime we come in contact with you, something supernatural happens to us. And our destinies are changed for the better. Holy Spirit, we love you. You have always been the teacher in this house. And so speak to us. Let the ears of your people be open that they can hear. Yes, Let their eyes be open that they can see. Yes, Let their hearts be open that they can receive, yes, believe, and become what you want every one of us to be. Yes, when all is said and done, may your name be glorified Amen. and be praised. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands. God bless you. Please be seated. In the press. Huh? Wow. We thank God for the many good things He is doing in our midst. Hallelujah. Wonderful. We are in prayerful moments of our times. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We are in a prayerful moment from now until the end of the year. And so, I hope you are praying. Only three people said yes. 
is very important. A Christian's heartbeat is prayer. Your heartbeat as a Christian. Anytime your heartbeat, you have life. So your, your prayer life is your life. You must, you must have a, a heartbeat of prayer. Every day you are praying. Tell yourself that the day you don't pray means that you are, you are going to die. That's why I say a Christian's heartbeat is prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we are studying the book, Everything by Prayer. Nothing without prayer. Philippians chapter 4. Verse number 6. Philippians 4, 6. Be careful for nothing. Be careful for what? Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer. Supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests. What is requests? Requests are the things you need to survive, to prosper, to advance in this life. Hallelujah. Can you control the children? Hallelujah. Everything by prayer let your requests. How many have requests in life? Plenty. Plenty things like what? Like what? Wife. Huh? Joshua need a wife. You are laughing at him. The man needs a wife. Tell him what you also need. Why are you laughing at him? Yes, what do you need? What is your request? A house. A house. What's your, your, your request? Yeah? Anointing. Yes. What is your request? Eh? Yes? Eh? Long life. Yes. Long life. Yes. What is your request? Eh? Favor. What is your request? Eh? Wisdom. Wisdom. What is your request? Koziata. You want plenty money. Yes. Yes. So that we can buy land at Achengano. And live in Achengano. Excess money. Yeah. Why not? It's a request. Hallelujah. And the scripture said that that request, you should request it from who? Me? No. Eh, me do I have requests? Plenty requests. So make your request known unto God through what? Prayer. Through what? Prayer. Through what? Prayer. So you make in everything, in everything, by prayer, make your request known unto God. 
Hallelujah. So God has given us a simple formula of requesting things from him. So if you don't pray, it means that it is you who don't want your request to be supplied. Hallelujah. So we need to understand that. There was a guy called Jabez. I always like him. The day he was born, his mother herself said, look, this guy, I gave up to him bitterness. His whole life is full of bitterness. So he grew up to know that, look, there's bitterness all around his life. Eh? What's the... the, uh, First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9. You see, those, everybody must know what you need. Oh, somebody, somebody said, I need plenty of money. You think, you think that it is, it is not spiritual. It is very spiritual and it's very scriptural. Somebody said, I need a wife. You, you are laughing. It's his request. You understand? Jabez was more honorable. I see you becoming more honorable. See, those who pray become more honorable. If you don't pray, you will not become honorable. Because the thing that God has to give to you to make you important, you are not requesting. Somebody is take, taking it serious. He was more honorable than his brothers. Because he knew what to do to get what he wants. That's why he became more honorable. They thought that, oh, I mean, uh, we were born into his family. We can, nobody can build a house. So I've accepted it as it is. He said, no, 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 no I can't accept it. If there is a formula, divine formula to change the f- what I'm going through, I'm going to apply that formula. And when he did, Bible says, he was more honorable than his brother because, and his mother called him Jabez, saying, because I bear him with sorrow. And after you were born, you have suffered a lot in the village. Huh? You have suffered before, even to come to a cry here. Somebody has to take you like a, a, his baggage to pull you along. That's how you be in Accra. Hey. One day I had a cousin. I've never been to Accra before. I told him, please, next time when you are going to Accra, I'll go with you. He said, no problem. So he gave me a date and a time. Every day I was counting down the date. That's to come to Accra. Ten days more, nine days more, eight days more, seven days more, five days more. So when it came to one day more, I knew that when we wake up tomorrow morning, we are going to Accra. Prepare myself, waiting for him to call me at dawn. So I went to his house at 5 a.m. Hey, I'm coming to Accra. Sure. I couldn't sleep that night because I'm coming to Accra. First attempt to be in Accra. Then when I got there, I hear he left in the night before me. He should tell me, Accra. How disappointed I was. Oh, this small Accra you are taking me from. You have cheated me too. No problem. I started praying, God, when can I come to Accra? Accra. Accra. You, you are here, you are born here, so you don't know the value of Accra. 
We who were born in the village, eh? we prayed before we came to Accra. <laughs> like you are praying to go to America, isn't that true? Yeah. Somebody was born in America. One day I was walking on the street of uh, New York. I saw a certain guy. Uh, wow, look at this guy. He's born in America. Look at it. Free of charge. And I mean, how I have to struggle before I come to America. That's how life is. Something that to you is nothing. It's a major issue for somebody. That is why don't, don't, don't laugh at somebody's request. Somebody says, I need a wife. You, maybe you have a wife, so you, don't, you, don't, you are not even making good use of your wife. Somebody's prayer topic. It's a wife. And he has to, the Bible says, every request must be carried to God through prayer. Jabez was more honorable than his brother because his name was, because his mother said, your name Jabez means that I suffered before you will be your boy. Sorrowful. Then the Bible says, look at him. When he himself realized that Jabez called on the God of Israel, say, oh, God, that thou will bless me indeed. I want to see tangible blessings in my life. Something to show. And enlarge my cause. So that's why I like the, the David said, plenty money, not more money. Enlarge it. How many want enlargement for your riches? That's enlarge. You pray to us, enlarge. If you are blessing me, not small, small, bless me big. You shall receive big blessings. Pray. So that is why we are teaching Christianity is Knowing the ways of God and following it. And that is it. Knowing the ways of God. David said, that had made known unto me the ways of life. That is why David became far advanced beyond all his siblings. Because he said, God has made known unto me the ways of life. Yes. The ways of life. If it's not made known unto you, eh? You call it circumlocation. You just keep running, sir. Then you come and stand the same place. Ah, I thought I was moving, but you are back to square one. Circumlocation. You seem to be going. You are going, 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 going. Before you know, you are back to where you said. Ah. Meanwhile, the one who have the ways of know the ways of God, eh? he's going little by little forward in his life. So in the next five years, that you see the person is far out there, wow. and then you who thought that you were run ahead of him, what you don't know that you were circumlocating, circumlocating. That that will bless me indeed. That will enlarge my course, eh? And that thy hand might be upon with me, and that thou would keep me from evil, that it may not, not grieve me. And listen to what I, and God granted him that which he requested. Amen. Requested. Look at the num, request number one. What? Bless me indeed. Number two, enlarge. Number three, my, your hand will be upon me. Number four. That will keep me from evil. Number five, that I will not be grieved. Five requests. He went before God. He carried to God. I was God supplied them all. God is going to supply all. That is why God said, make your request known unto God. Jabez made his request known unto God. 
He didn't pray for only enlargement. He said, I need more. I don't want, I don't want, it means to sin against you, Krano. Save me from sin against you. And the Bible says, God granted him all his requests. So if Philippian is saying, the Paul is saying to the Philippian church, make all your requests known unto God through prayer, and God will supply all your needs. That is why we are in church. Otherwise, there's no need to be in church. So we, are, we have to know a God unto whom you can bring all your requests. And you do it not by standing there and saying, hey, tell me, email, God, what is your email number? www.godtrinity.com Now you are sending a message. It doesn't go that way. It goes by your knees. Kalima Babayande Sikruya. Hey, hey, Lord. At the end of 35, I'm still not married. Am I going to continue with the Lord? Lord, do something. Wherever there is a man hiding anywhere, command that man to appear into my life. You have made your request known unto God. Unto God. Hallelujah. Are you there, Gom? Zechariah chapter 4, verse number 10. 46. Isaiah 46. Isaiah 46, verse 10. God said, I am God. I declared the end from the beginning. And from ancient times, the things that are not yet done. Saying, my counsel shall stand. And I will do all my pleasure. How is he going to do his pleasure? Verse 11. Watch it. Calling. Calling. God said that I have power to call a ravenous bird from the east. The man. I can call the man who is somewhere far to come and execute my counsel from a far country. When you pray to God, he will look at what is perfect for you. And no matter how far that person is, he said, like I call a ravenous bear to come and eat meat. I will call the person from far. Even if he's far, I can shout at him or whistle to the person, come quickly. Hagar must be married by December. Because she has made that request unto me. And I had to fulfill my counsel towards my daughter. And so wherever my, the, the, the guy is hiding, I will call him and say, come from America! Come from Germany! Come from Sukura! Come from Ajigano! And come and marry my daughter for because she has made requests of her husband unto me. May God call the person, you know, you know, listen, listen. You see, listen, listen. You see, I want you to understand that you must know how to talk to God because God said, that's why he said that I can call anybody. He said, the man. You see, calling. You no, know, sometimes when they write the, the, the Bible, they ask so many things. So you might not get some. If you just, you did summary. Did you do summary in secondary school? So in summary, you look for certain keywords and connect them together and you get the meaning clearer. Now let's do summary of this. So, if underline calling, eh, eh, calling, calling, what the man that 
execute my counsel. So there is a man that God bring along your life that will come and execute, execute whatever request that you made to him. You ask God to do for you. You have to send, find a right person who can execute. That means bring God's mind. What God wants to do. He needs a man to do it. Because a man needs to marry a woman. A woman. Human beings have to marry. We don't marry animals. And a man and a man don't marry. A woman and a woman don't marry. It is a man and a woman. So God has to find what matches his natural standard to get the thing done for you. So wherever the person is hiding, God says, I will call him. And he will appear to come and execute my counsel. That is why when you are praying to God, believe that whatever you are praying, believe that God can do it for you. If only you can believe it. But you see, that is why many Christians don't pray and we don't pray serious because we cannot imagine that this thing cried that I'm asking God. How can it be done? And God said, I am a God. I know how to execute my counsel, whatever I have purpose, whatever I plan, I will do it. How do I do it? I will look for a man. Whoever, because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and all those who live in it. it it's not difficult for God to call somebody from Papua New Guinea to come to Ghana. Only for him to see you and say that the only person I want to marry is you. Because you have prayed for it. I was living at East Legon here. There was a woman who was praying for me at Kolegono. Yes. I, I packed my bag and baggage from East Legon. I didn't like to stay in East Legon again. Some, 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 somewhere, some, I, I, I didn't like to stay here anymore. I want to find a place to go and stay. And where did I find? A place where I was a meat there. And I was the ravenous bird that must come and eat a certain meat. And so I packed my bag from East Legon and find myself all the way at Kolegono only to execute God's purpose for her daughter who is crying for a husband. There is a man. I said, There is a man. Anything God has said concerning there is a man he is going, going to send to your life. To execute. Amen. Execute. Underline that word. Execute. execute. The purpose for the person's appearing in your life is to execute God's master plan concerning your destiny. Are you here, God? Yeah. Would you pray? Yeah. Are you sure we'll be praying? Yeah. Would you be interested in prayer? That's why God says, we can't find, figure that this God we are saying, this God is too good. Oh, I will worship him forever, love him forever, because this God, that is a lie. What does what it say? What does it say? I know a God, see, I know a God who is merciful and kind. And how do you say? I know, see, you understand the best. I know a God who is merciful and kind. He is faithful and gracious. I am the apple of his eyes. I am the apple of his eyes. The thought that fills his heart. Are you not happy that you are? God is your, your, 
just your the thought of you is in God's hands. Eh? Sing the song. You don't have to say. I don't have to say. I'm just reading it. Eh? I love he, he loved me when I didn't care. Okay? And was patient. Please, I'm preaching. Any of us we sing this song without understanding it. So you see, the Holy Ghost is bringing the song, the lyrics of the song to show you how who God is. Who God is. See, he said, he loved me even when I didn't care. When you were a wretched person somewhere, smoking your weed somewhere, making foolish things of your life somewhere, he showed love towards you. Even at a time that he, you didn't know him, he knew you and he loved you and he called you. How much more than now that you have become his son or a daughter, when you cry unto him, what do you expect him to do? Even when you didn't know him, even when you didn't know him, he loved me when I didn't care and was patient till I came. He was patient to your foolishness, your stupidity, your way, certain way. He had patience for you. As you were causing abortion, he had patience for you. Say, my daughter, don't worry. Are you are my daughter. The day that you come to know who your father is, you will love me. So he had patience for you. To the day somebody invited to come to church. And then that day your heart was touched and said, Oh, from the dark I said, God. He knew you before you were here. And he loved you. He was patient. He was patient with you. Till you came to know him. So if for 50 years you didn't know him, and he, he started, he had patience for you for 50 years. Just to make sure that whatever he has intended for you, he had to execute it. Didn't care how he was patient till I came running back into his arms. Then look how he turned my life around and made me a shining star and his glory to reveal. Wow! See, when I think of such a God, all that I can say is what I will worship him forever and love him forever because this God is too good to oh, I will worship forever 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 because this God is too good now give me the second stanza what are you saying don't look too far to see how good he is just look at me a village boy like me just look at me somebody was applying for someone to bring me to a crowd look at me don't look too far just look at me and, and he, he took me from the mary clay and he has not set my foot upon a rock i am standing on his righteousness Away, away my sins and shame. He gave me a brand new name. name. It's Robert and Mary. Oh, look how he turned my life around. Made me a shining light. His glory to reveal. You can't 
Clap of friend if it's good to you. If it's good to you, give me a clap of friend. Hallelujah. This God is too good. And if He did all this thing to you, when you were even not a child of God, Paul said He loved us whilst we were yet sinners. He loved us. He loved us. What about now that you have become His son? What else do you request that they cannot give it to you? It is Satan who is trying to take us away from this good God. Say, so don't go and serve him. Don't go to church. The pastor will take your money. Don't go to church. Waste your time here. Waste your time in drinking, smoking, and foolish life. When there's a God who wants to make you a shining star. Hallelujah. Are you there? Go home. I think we have close, oh. Let, let this song ring in your hearts. Learn the lyrics. Many of you don't learn music. You just sing, but I don't understand what you are singing. I know a God who is so merciful, faithful, and true. Do you know that God? You don't know. You don't know that is a God. When you were in your, in your, in your wretched life, He still had patience for you. I pray that from today you know Him better. That is why He said that anything you need, bring a request to me by prayer. And I will handle it for you. I know how to bring a man to execute my plan and purpose for your life. But you say, I don't pray. I won't pray. And you wake up in the morning crying. Hallelujah. Amen. So we are talking about, did you get a copy of the book? If you don't have a copy, please find any page that you must belong to a page where they will give you the book. Everybody is free. Everything by prayer and nothing without prayer. Don't, you can't do anything in your life without prayer. Everything you must do must be, must be by prayer. You are traveling, pray. You are eating, pray. You are going anywhere, pray. Somebody has proposed to you, pray. Before you say yes, pray. Don't look at his shoe before you judge him and say, oh. Hallelujah. So chapter 3 of the book is what we are studying. How to pray. And there is one important prayer topic. That's what we are studying. One important prayer topic you need to pray is to pray for the Holy Spirit to be with you. Hallelujah. So seven reasons I said why you have to pray for the Holy Ghost. Number one, Jesus Christ told us to pray for, it, for him. 
Specifically, Jesus Christ said that we should pray for the Holy Spirit. Luke 11, 11 to 13. Luke chapter 11, verse number 11. He said that, Luke 11, 11. Don't forget Isaiah 46, verse 11. He calls people to come and execute. Always pray the Lord, send me a person to execute your plan for my life. You need one customer, one friend, one place, one person to meet and your life changes. Only one person. It's an angel God sent to your life. Yes. Some of ladies, you ladies, you need one good man to see you and choose you. From that day, you are a, a, a prosperous woman. If you miss that person, that God has planned for you, choose another person, you are into trouble. Hallelujah. Seven things. Number one, Jesus pray, ask us to pray specifically for the Holy Spirit. Luke 11, 11. If a son asks a bread of any of you, that is a father, would he give him a stone? Or if he asks for fish, would he, for a fish, give him a serpent? Or if he asks for egg, would he offer unto him scorpion? If you then, 13, being evil, know how to give good gifts. Somebody say good gifts. Say good gifts unto your children. How much more shall your heavenly father give what, who? The shoe, the dress, the car, the money. What is God going to give to you? The Holy Spirit. Unto them who do what? Ask him. Unto them who ask him. Unto them who ask him. Who pray for? Who pray to the Lord? In my, one of my requests, the most important request on my list of requisition is I need the Holy Spirit. That should be your number one list on your other needs. All your needs. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. You are praying for a good wife. Don't pray for a beautiful wife. Pray for a woman with the Spirit of God in her. The Holy Spirit must always be the person must have the spirit of God in him. Before he has a car, he has a shoe, he has a, he has gone to university, he's, he's ticked all, he's this. Think about the spirit of God on him first. Does he have the spirit of God? If he doesn't have the spirit of God, everything he has is, not, is meaningless. That is why when God was looking for a king among Jesse's children, Eliab appeared thick and tall. Jesus, God said, I, have not, I, don't, I, I haven't chosen him. He is a handsome man, but he doesn't have the spirit of God in him. If I, give him, I make him a king, he will use his structure to sleep with all the girls in the, in the town. I'm looking for somebody who is a shepherd, a heart for human beings to take care. He has a man's spirit to fight, to deliver people from oppression. So they look for a small boy. God says, that's a guy I like. He has a spirit in him. My spirit is in that boy. <laughs> you choose him, he will become the greatest among them. So, the Holy Spirit is always the first in anything you ask for. That's why Jesus Christ, before he did his ministry, the first thing he looked for was the Holy Spirit. After he was baptized, he went to the wilderness to pray for 40 days and 40 nights, looking for what? The Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit came upon him, the rest just followed like this. The rest just followed. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Acts chapter 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. See, Bible intentionally brought the word, the town Nazareth. There were different Jesuses in Jerusalem, in Israel. Like if you say, Mensa, there are so many Mensans. I hear people say Mensa, Asante say Mensa, Fanti say Mensa. So many Mensans. Mensa is a common name. <laughs> you can't limit somebody called Mensa that, oh, he's an Awe. Oh, no, no, there are so many Mensans. But what Mensa are we referring to? The Mensa that came from Chito, Chito. Chito, Chito Mensa. I said, ah, but if you are looking for Mensa to become great in Israel, another one from Chito. Another one from. Uh, do you understand? So at that time, Roman, Philip said that, can anything, is it Philip or uh, Nathaniel? said, can anything good come from Nazareth? I mean, you can't Nazareth. Nothing good can come from it. So the Jesus Christ who come from a place where they say nothing good can come from. Suddenly, the man is going about doing good. Miracles. Why? Because God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and with power. May you begin to experience the Holy Ghost. You, you see, as he went about doing miracles, doing this, the, the difference was that he was carrying the Holy Spirit. That's why he dedicated 40 days and 40 nights looking for the Holy Spirit. You don't spend even one day to pray for the Holy Spirit. When Jesus Christ, the Son of God, he used 40 days and 40 nights with hunger and temptations to look for Holy Ghost to be in him. And you say you are following him. You met the lady and said, Oh, sister, I like the way you saw. I like you. you, you I like you. I like you. <laughs> okay. Then that is it. Just because you say, you say I love you, he also I love you. He said, Oh, give me your number. Then you are preparing for marriage. Without praying for the Holy for the Spirit of God to come upon you. And you are just taking just because your rush has worked. It has worked for the moment of the time. But the journey ahead of. So Jesus said that the right gifts you need in your life to enable you to go far because a man's gift maketh room for him and bring him before great people. What spirit is on you that will appear before great people to join the class of the blessed ones? What spirit is on you? What gift are you carrying? You need the gift of the Holy Spirit. Even if you come from Nazareth, you come from a family where they say nobody can prosper because of the Spirit of God in you, you are going to shoot like a star. And they will see that you have become great. Anybody who carries the Spirit of God, eh, you can be assured that you have found the, the, a gem. A gem. 
for your life. Valuable. Valuable. He shall be rich and prosperous. Anything that he doesn't have today, you will see it manifesting in his life one after the other. Ladies, are you there? Yes. So when you are pray, pray for a man in whom the spirit of God is. Not the man who can send you money for mobile money to do your hair. No. Hallelujah. Are you have gone Hallelujah. Number two. Number two. You must pray for the Holy Spirit because you are a human being with weaknesses and sin. The human nature is full of sin and full of weaknesses. So it, the only thing that makes a human being strong and powerful is the spirit in him. The spirit. That is why we see, even in the world, people go to, what do you call it? Shrines and all that, just to equip themselves and become powerful. Spiritually, the physical structure is the same. But they carry something within the structure that they can use to influence your life. Yes. There are some ladies, they go to charms. To, to go for charms. You sleep for one day. Remember that you have left your wife. Because he's using power to control you. Charms. So if you are living a, a life without the power of God, the other forces can control your life. That is why sometimes you visit somebody before you know you are you are already crucified. You don't know how, but the guy. But why did I do this? You don't know because there was a power behind the relationship that you didn't know. You are, you say you won't pray for power. Somebody is also using power to charge things. Yeah. So you are walking in emptiness of power. Depending upon your beauty. Mm. I remember when I was a young guy, there was a certain man. He, some ugly man. And the, his wife was the most beautiful woman in town. Nobody could understand why the woman was in love with him so much. So people didn't understand. But she said, you can see a mild difference. But hey, some power was working. So there's somebody using his power to control you. But today God is telling you, if you can pray for the Holy Spirit, he is a superior power to every other power. Once he's in you, no weapon form against you shall prosper. Clap your hands to the Lord. You need the power. You need the strength. You are weak. I am weak. But thou art mighty. Hold me with. You see what? 
a strong man is holding your hands okay if a strong man is holding your hands you don't care what is occurring against him because you know that what is what is holding your hands you know? one knock like the path your enemy is down i see your enemy going down because of the power that you receive by the holy ghost in you hallelujah that is why we pray for the holy spirit jesus christ entered the church as he was preaching mark chapter one bible said there was a man with an evil spirit there he started shaking shouting why why have you come to destroy us oh have you not the same human beings no 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 somebody is carrying power within the human nature that you see him he is cute and simple and ordinary but what is inside him is fire i see you become a woman of fire a man of fire so that when your enemies see you they say hey have you come to destroy us they should shout you will not shout but they can identify the fire of god around your life hallelujah you will pray for the holy spirit stay there somebody will use his power to control your destiny he can even use his power to kill you kill you you know there was a lady who was caught she was he had he used to be prayerful lady and he was coming from all night or one of those these armed robbers and these people who do the rituals they caught her and then they rushed her to the bush bound her so as they were coming to kill the, the, the demon that was coming to kill the chief priest was coming to kill her so that they use the blood when she came say this one we don't touch it take it away take it away take it away take it away, take it away. we can't touch this one we can't touch this one i see you becoming that powerful person hallelujah don't joke your life i'm teaching you life skills of how to do this life this life is not what we see you bible said in ephesians 6 11, that we are not fighting against flesh and blood though. we are not fighting against flesh and blood so if you don't know how to pray for the holy spirit to fill you with fire and power and not that fire, fire and power will chase you and if only they can overcome you you must know that you are gone you'll be gone you are in the same shop shop one shop three shop four shop five in the same area people are empowering themselves to draw your customers into their cause you don't pray for angels to keep your sh- in front of your sh- shop and draw men customers to you you open it and sit down waiting for customers they come they pass here they come they pass here they come they pass here because you are not you are not interested in praying it is, you see, that's not, it's not God. God, they said, bring your request. He said, I don't have a request. Okay. Let those who have requests, let them bring their requests. You are not interested in asking God for anything. You are comfortable with your life. Stay. That's why I'm teaching you this thing. You are weak. There's nothing in you that makes you. The only thing that makes a difference between you and another person is the spirit you are carrying. And if yours is not of the Holy One, but of demonic, then remember, somebody can use it against you. You are weak. 
You can fall sick any day, any time. Somebody can just, just out of anger give a Bible said that what do you call it? You must have faith that is able to what do you call it? Uh, the shield of faith to do what? To quench the fiery dart. Who don't know fiery dart? That is like a, the, the thing that they, now it's called that arrow. Okay, so a certain witch in your hometown is looking for you. So he throw that dart to hit you. When he hit you, cancer has entered your breast. But you see, your faith and your prayer in God, in God, it will give you a shield. So that it's not only even a dart. The dart that come with fire on the mouth. Fiery darts. It is a dart plus fire. So that when a thing enters you, it wants to kill you. It burns everything within you and kill you. Ladies, listen carefully. One fiery dart to your breast. The next time I say your, your breast, one, one become this, I become this. As we start saying we are cutting off, it means that your days are numbered. You say you won't pray. So a superior force that is against you. And whether you like it or even Jesus Christ, he said that they will hate you. The world hates you. Sometimes you think that the one who is making you, you are even doing well in the family. You are the one the family will clap for. No, 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 no. You are the one they are looking for to kill. In Africa. You who is trying to help everybody. You say, oh, this is a, oh, oh, a village building. When it rains, so I'm going to break it down and build another one for all of them to enjoy. They tell you, who tell you that it's an old house? It's an old house in the morning, but in the night it's a big palace. You are bringing a palace down, you would rather be the person to go. You are bringing a palace down. Hallelujah. I'm charging you to be a prayerful person. Number three. Are you there? You must pray for the Holy Ghost so that you will have what we call godly conviction. Godly conviction. Conviction. You must have something within your, yourself that acts like a referee. You. What you did was not good. What you said was no good. The way you spoke, it was no good. Something within you must speak to you. And it is the Holy Spirit. He must stay in you to help you to be convicted. Okay? So Jesus was saying, Mark, Mark John chapter uh, 16, verse 7. John chapter 16, verse 7. But I tell you the truth, it is more expedient. 16 verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. To do what? Verse 8. And he, verse 8, when he come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. If you read New American Standard Version, it says that he will convict it will convict you of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. You know, when the Holy Spirit is in you, 
and you sin. He will point it out to you immediately. You realize, oh, I've done something wrong. You sense it within yourself that ah, I was wrong. When David was told that, do you know that you are the one who has killed? Immediately he came to the sense, no, no, I've done something wrong. So the whole book of Psalm 51, that was his own prayer. Now I'd rather that I've done something wrong. See, it is the Holy Spirit that convicts you to make you know that what you have done is wrong. If you don't have the Holy Spirit in you, you keep sinning without remorse. If you can, if you, you can, a quarrister can go and sleep with somebody's husband and come to church and come and stand here and sing. Without conviction. Without conviction. Then you, you, don't, you are not a child of God. Because there is nothing that is pricking you that what I've done is wrong. And I, I'm even unworthy to join the people over here. I'm unworthy. I'm, I, am, I am a filthy person even to join the people who want to stand where the pastor stands to preach. You, you don't have, if you don't have that sense in you, it means that you, are not a, you don't have the spirit of God. Something must prick you. And he said, no. I can't do this. I can, that's what, it's, it's a, that is what we call the spirit of the fear of God. It's a spirit that gives you a fear of God because you are afraid that when you do, God will see. Number one. Even though nobody has seen it, you, you will say, that, hey, this is what I do it. God will see. And because God will see, and God can punish me, judgment, judgment, that the consequence of what you are doing is this. We were afraid that this thing can happen to you, so you, you won't even do it. Unless you have the Holy Spirit in you, who can convict you of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment, you, you flow into sin happily. If you are a person who can flow into sin easily, without thinking about anything, then you are totally out of God. You don't have a spirit of God in you. If the Holy Ghost is in you, a Holy Ghost is in you, you have found a woman you want to marry. You are starting counseling to become your wife eternally. And then you start sleeping with the lady. And then you wake up in the morning and say, let's pray and thank God that we are going to marry. Hey. Without a conviction in your heart that what you have done is wrong. Somebody is going to become your wife forever. You have started eating here along the way. And then you present, you don't have the, the, the conviction that you present that same person before God. Say, please, where they? They should bless us. Who should bless you? The God you have sinned against him. You don't, you, you, are not, you can't feel the guilt that what you have done is wrong before him. You, should, you are asking to also, you, you will have expected that God should even kill you for that. See, it is that kind of spirit we don't have. That is why we easily commit sin. We don't think about the consequences of what we are doing. The judgment. The judgment. You are in charge. Somebody has set up a company. He has set you said, be in charge for me. And then you, when the money comes, you can take the money. And you send it to your girlfriend or your boyfriend. And then you use them for your hairstyle. And when they come and say, that, oh, they haven't seen anything. And you don't have a conscience. That you have, you, have, you have stolen somebody's money to make yourself look beautiful. Wow. Hey. 
I'm, I'm telling you wrong with you. I mean, that you are, you are a dead being. Because yeah. you don't have a feeling. It's only a dead person who doesn't have a feeling. No guilt in your heart. In your heart. That you have done something wrong. Hey. In John chapter 8, remember the story of the woman who was caught in an act. The Bible said they brought him here to Jesus Christ. And the people said that, the Lord said that when we find such a person, we should stone him or her. And but what do you say? I was like, Jesus Christ didn't mind them. But as they kept pressing on him, he woke up, he got up and said, that, Okay, you know what? Men and brethren, any of you have not committed sin before, okay? Take the stone and throw at her first. Okay? Now watch the next verse 8, verse 9. So, Bible, so when they continue asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at the verse number eight. Watch it, what happened? And again, he stood down and the verse nine. Verse nine, watch. And they which had it, being what? Convicted in their own conscience. Do you understand that scripture? They realized that when they talked, they started, the Holy Ghost entered into them because God, Jesus Christ, spoke a word. And the word was a spirit. So when the spirit entered into them, and they realized that they are more sinners than the one they are about to get. I would say that everyone has moved like that. You see, the fact that when somebody's matter comes, you will shout and talk much. It's a sign that you, you, are not, you don't have a Holy Spirit because you, you, if your matter come, somebody has committed abortion. Hey, you are the champion that announced it, but you have committed 15 before you are. But see, yours has not come out, so we are safe. If you have, you have the Holy Ghost, you say that, hey, Charlie, this will have to kick out because me, you know, if my matter come now, mine is even more than what is personal. It takes the Holy Spirit to convict you. Anybody who doesn't have the Holy Spirit, you are not convicted in your conscience. So Paul called it a seared conscience. That's a, a conscience. The Holy Ghost will speak to you. Stop. Stop. At a time, after, after some time, he stopped talking. He doesn't speak to you anymore. So at that time, you commit sin easily with that because now you don't feel any guilt anymore because nobody is speaking. The voice is no more speaking to you. He has left you alone. Go. So Proverbs chapter 29, verse 1 said that he that is often reproved and refuses to take it, his neck will break one day like this. Because as we advise, you say you won't take. Advice you won't take. Advice you say it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, advice and counsel is the spirit of God, the spirit of counsel is the Holy Spirit. So as we keep advising, he that being often reproved, hardness his neck shall suddenly be destroyed. And that without remedy. It takes the Holy Spirit to come tell you that, hey, you have you are even be fortunate for someone to point to you that what you have done is wrong. So that you stop. But perhaps as you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, you have hardened your heart. So the Holy Ghost is no more talking to you. That is why you see the day when you, you, you backslide, when you backslide, the first day you backslide. You still have the word of God in you. Okay. 
So you feel like, oh, this I'm, I'm not good. I'm at, at a point, so, yeah, hey, oh, I'm at a point, it's rather tell you, you are completely gone. The voice is no more speaking to you. So now it's like you are of your own. So you are into danger. You are going after. You are, very soon, you are all here that you are dead. May the Holy Ghost fail you from today. May you have a conviction. A conviction. You might be convicted in your spirit that I am a child of God and the Lord will bless me. See, if you are not convicted of your and convinced within you that what you are, as you are serving God, He's a good God and He will take care of you. He will very soon lift you from whatever problem you are going through and He lift you up. See, if you don't have that conviction, you won't even bother to come to church. It takes a certain conviction within you on your faith that there is a God who knows. That's how I sang that song. There is a God who can turn things around. A conviction. Keep your faith. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Remember the story? The Bible said that the king said that he has made a cup. And everybody must bow. They told everybody bowed. He said that we won't bow. They said, you won't bow, we'll put you in fire. I said, king, let's tell you. As for bowing, we won't bow. And because we know a God who will come and save us. And even if he doesn't come and save us, even if he doesn't come, we say, we are convicted in our heart that we cannot bow before this king. But you see, many ladies will easily bow. All that they need to do, Elijah Tanko will take one bundle and put it down. Pam! Their mind starts changing. The conviction is gone. From totally for, forgotten that you are a Christian. Eh? Araba, you say it's more, eh? Okay. Take this one more. Oh, Elijah, I don't like that. Like, okay, 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 don't worry. Add this one. Then you ask yourself, Mikra, since did I become a good Christian? <laughs> since when did I become a good Christian? I've wrote for God, what you do? And after that, I'll, I'll go and say, sorry, God. And God, yeah, he said. Yeah, so if, if that day God refused to say, no more, sorry. You have, this is the last time I give you. So immediately we finish, okay. Now, I, can you meet me in heaven? Let's discuss about it. What are you going to say? Receive the spirit of conviction. I say, receive the spirit of conviction. That is why you need to pray for the Holy Spirit to be well in you so that he helps you to be convicted of sin. If it's not righteous, if it's not godly, if it will not please God, you won't be involved in it. That is what makes you a good Christian. Hallelujah. Hey, our time is up. We have to close. The last one I'm going to give you in the verse of seven. You must pray for the Holy Spirit too, so that you will bear the fruits of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. Bible said that, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. What is a fruit? A fruit is a result of a planted tree for a long time. When you plant a tree, it will take a long time for the fruit to appear. I have a certain pair in my house. Every day I watch it, I won't produce fruit. Every day I'm looking for the fruit, but I see so many flowers. I said, before I could say that, they have all turned into leaves. I said, oh, 
It has been there for the last three, five years or so. I hope that maybe next, next year it will bring me much fruit. No, you see, so, so you see, for you to see a fruit, it takes a long time. So when the Holy Ghost has been in you for a very long time and influence your thinking, your way of life, and your behavior, and all those things. Suddenly, then you see the fruits of the Spirit manifesting in your life. How does it manifest? Your way you love things. The love of God. The way you love to be in church. The way you love to be among Christians. The way you love to read your Bible. The way you love to pray. The way you love to do things that make your life go forward. And so, that is the love. The love. The love. How you treat people, love. The next one is oh, joy. Somebody who is always sorrowful is not a person with the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God brings joy, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That is the kingdom of God. So if your life, you are always sorrowful, always worried, always, it's like your face is not smart, shining. You know, the, the beauty of every woman is a smiling face. Do you understand, ladies? A lady whose face is always squeezed. Nobody will propose to you. Are you here? Ladies, are you there? Because when a man sees you, the first thing he looks at you is your smile. So, when any time they see you, your face is cast down. Cast down. They are afraid of you. Because they don't know what you are thinking. You know, I had a, in, in, when we were in school, there was a certain guy. He was a very great macho. Everybody respected him. One day, like this place, he was pouring water down. And as he poured, there were ladies on the second next floor. And the water, the lady was at the back on it. So when he poured the water, some of the water sprinkled, 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 sprunk, splash, smile. TKS has brought for your breath. Okay, sorry. So it, the lady experienced that thing. And when the guy turned to see who it was, and the lady lifted up her eyes like this and saw the guy. He just smiled. The guy said, man. A lady that I have poured water on. And I was expecting to say that, foolish boy, who is that? Stupid woman, who did it? Right that the thing I started to smile. He said, my heart was turned like this. And he said, I will marry this woman. Yes. Yes. See, she, he is, he was, he's my friend. He said it when they were proposing, you know, response to po, 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 toast. Toast. Because we didn't know how the two of them could work together. Some, some, take, the whole school was the macho, the most macho man in the school. Everybody was afraid of him. He doesn't talk. Every time you see him, busy. He said when he saw the smile of that lady, that's the smile. Somebody has, she has, he has poured water on him. And he, the lady lifted her and he just smiled. He said, man, may you have a smiling face this time. Amen. When your husband comes home, what he's looking for is a smiling face. It's a sign that the Holy Ghost is inside you. Hallelujah. But when he's coming home, you will squeeze your face like that. He is afraid to talk to you. Because he is not sure whether when you say good morning or good evening, what you will respond. So you, you see him find a way to <laughs> go. Oh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm serious. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. 
Because he's looking for the sign of the spirit on you. Joy. Joy. Joy draws joy. Do you know that? Uh -huh. So if I see you are not joyful, then I have to keep my joy also. If I'm not too sure, what would I say to worsen your <laughs> sullen face? Are you going? May you experience the spirit of joy in your spirit. Amen. Joy, peace. Peace. Always have a... Don't be too worried about a lot of things. Have peace and believe God. You see, when you, you are a person of the spirit of God, you don't, you don't get agitated about a lot of things. You have certain peace. In the midst of storms, you feel a certain peace. Because there's a spirit of God that is at work, not you. Are you there? Fully. Yeah. Peace. And the next one is what? Long suffering. That's one of the principal influences of the Holy Spirit in your life. He allows you to tolerate a lot of things without getting angry or reacting stupidly. Are you understand that? You see, there are some people, anything you do, they will complain. Or they will shout at you. Or they will fight back. But you see, in life, there are a lot of things you won't like, but you will experience it. It is all God's way of telling you that it is not about you, it's about His Spirit. Are you there? Yes, but you see, there are some people, they cannot tolerate. They say, hey, hey, hey me, I don't tolerate this. You don't tolerate. I can't, I can't tolerate this nonsense. Please don't come into marriage. Marriage is for fools. Marriage is for fools. People have long legs, long hearts to tolerate a lot of foolish things. Your husband or your wife is the, the worst enemy to your life. You don't know, I'm telling you. If you are looking for the worst enemy and the one who fights you and show you that you don't have anything or you are nothing, it's your wife or your husband. So if you don't have a heart which is long-suffering to tolerate some of the foolish behaviors and so love the person and said, okay, today he is angry. But very soon he will turn and say, hello, darling. So you see, allow his anger to be quenched. If you can do something to quench the anger. But don't fight it. Allow it. Sometimes even when you try to console, hey, I'm busy. Allow him to be busy. Allow him. After some time, you will see that you, you are there now. I said, please. Uh, <laughs> the same person who was shouting at you. It takes a certain spirit to tolerate this kind of attitude. Are you there? I've gone home. Nobody has become great without going through a certain long suffering. You need to learn how. It's a part of the spirit of God. Jesus had to go through. 40 days and 40, not one day of fasting. 40 days. When Israel was redeemed, it took them 40 years to enter their promised land. Bible says, God said, I was preparing your hearts to see when you get there, you will serve me or not. So long suffering is part of the influences of the Holy Spirit in your life. So he gives you opportunity to tolerate. I've been a pastor for 21 years. I can tell you, if you don't have that spirit in you, eh, 
Hey, especially the choristers. You, you, hey, you did this. I told you to do it. You are done. I've sacked you. You'll be sacking people until you, you sack yourself. You'll sack yourself from the group. But the point is, hey, you are not working. You, are, you don't have anybody to work with. So he said that you get tired and get off board and say, This is the to go. I've stopped. It takes long suffering. Please, I'm closing. It takes long suffering hearts to allow. Imagine you are, uh, what do you call Noah? And you are, you have antelope and lion in your ark. How would you control them? You need tolerance to enable. And Pedro has a song. It's called Ebintiye. Do you know the story that there were all animals gathered together? They were having meetings. And then unfortunately for an antelope, he was sitting in front of a tiger. <laughs> so as everybody's making contribution, anytime you tell the man, hey, hey, my But if you make a mistake, you will swallow up as a meat. So as the meeting was going on, he said, Chairman, he said, yes, excuse me, please. I realized that this meeting that we came. <laughs> Some people are sitting at a good place. <laughs> Some people, what they are sitting is not good at all. Because <laughs> behind him, if he turns, his whole head will be gone. I pray that God will give you a spirit of tolerance. A tolerant spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Stand to your feet. We are closing. Next week, God will, we shall continue. Lift up your hands and pray for the spirit of God. Pray for the Holy Ghost. The spirit of God. The spirit of God. Pray for the spirit of God. To make, give you power. To give you strength. Pray for the gift of God in you. Jesus said that the best of gifts from your father. Pray that the Holy Ghost will be with you. He gives you the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counsel. They all lead you to become a great person. Lift up your voice and pray. Pray that you need pray for the Holy Ghost. Pray for the Holy Ghost. When he comes, he will convict you. He will help you to convict you. When you are going wrong, he will correct you. When you are going right, he will direct you. When there is a, there's something you're about to do, he will show you that this is the consequence. There's a judgment. May he help you to live a good life as a Christian. Lift up your voice and pray. Father, we thank and bless you for your wonderful words that you are spoken to us. Bless us even as you heard this word. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. As every head is bowed, every eye closed. It was not to give your life to Christ. Listen, without God, if you are not born of the Spirit, the Holy Ghost cannot stay in your life. So you live with your physical energy. And you are weak and feeble. And forces can fight and destroy you. But when you are born of God, His Spirit come and dwell in you. To lead you to live a successful Christian life. So as, as every head is bowed and every eye closed. You say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. Unless you are born again, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. You cannot experience the power of the Holy Ghost. But today you want to experience the power of God. So you want to give your life to Christ. Every eye closed, please. And every head bow. Lift up your right hand. You want to give your life to Christ. I want to pray with you. You want to give your life to Christ so that God will come into your life and lead you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lift it high above your head. God bless you. God bless you. Please, if your hand is lifted up, come. Young man, sister, come, come. Keep coming. Young man, keep coming. Come. Come and give your life. Come walk forward. Walk ahead. Come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. 
He saved you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come. Come on to Jesus. Stand here. Come. Oh, clap for them. Encourage them. Come and give your life to Christ. Come and give your life to Christ. Give your close your eyes and say this after me say Lord Jesus I thank you for today I know by conviction of your spirit that I am a sinner I've done so many bad things but today I've come to know without your Holy Spirit I cannot do anything and before I receive your Holy Spirit I must be born of the spirit and before I can be born again I have to confess my sin and accept you Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior and so this morning here I come have mercy upon me forgive me all my sins let your blood wash away all my sins and write my name in your book of life Give me your Holy Spirit to stay in me, to make me a child of God. Thank you for receiving me today. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, God bless you all for coming. Father, thank you for these precious souls. As the hand of your servant is laid upon them, let it be a seal of your spirit, marking them as your own. From today, make them your children. Fill them with your Holy Spirit and use them for the advancement of your kingdom. The giftings and talents in every one of them that has hidden begin to cause them to come forth. Use every one of them for your glory and make them great and blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. I believe you were blessed by the message. Do visit us this and every Sunday at AJ Hotel and Suits at Jeringami at 8.30 a.m. and on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. God bless you.